When you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a click away. Order online and pick up at your local store. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The following series is outlandish, unapologetic, and uncut. Listener discretion is advised, but not enforced. Okay, fine. We'll team up. I'm J-Man, and this is J360 Hangout, here on... J360 Radio! Hey, what's going on, J360 Legion? How are you all doing tonight? This is J-Man here on Hangouts, episode 21. And with me today is a dear friend and also a great creative coming all the way down from Florida. How's it going there, Nanoverse? What's up, dude? How you doing today, man? Eh, not much, man. Just chilling and enjoying the rest of the Monster Fest as we go. And I've been hearing uh, great things from you, from the Jam fam and all. And it's about high time we got you on this series today. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Thank you very you, much. It's, uh, you know it's an honor it. to be here, man. <laughs> definitely, definitely. So, hey, man, you know, no delays here. Tell everybody about you. Sell yourself. Go on. Like, what is Nanoverse yeah, man, all about? Uh, <clears throat> yeah, awesome. All right, let's do it. Yeah, so I'm uh, a 35-year-old musician. I'm an 80s baby, 90s kid. So uh, when I first, uh, when I was little, I grew up with uh, heavy Spanish music. You know, my family's from Colombia. Mm. So the only other music I'd really listened to was music, like music from video games and movie scores, you know, or soundtracks. So anything that wasn't what I was associated with with my family was just, you know, movies, like literally movies and video games. So that had like this, I guess, impact on me ever since I was little. And then, of course, as I got older and I finally got curious into learning instruments and learning how to become a musician and all that stuff and started doing it, kind of got brought back to that. I'm like, man, a lot of the music that I've been influenced by comes from certain movies. Like, for instance, uh, I used to watch Terminator like crazy, the first one, right? Hells yeah. And, and like, I, I can't even, I, I, I think the VH, VHS tape got like, was like burned out. Like, there were certain scenes that were all fuzzy and all that stuff because of watching it so many times. But anyway, that's that score that soundtrack of that movie has like and i'm sure there's millions of other people that feel the same way mm-hmm. uh for the probably the same reason because they grew up with it um that that soundtrack man every time i hear it man i feel like a, like a little kid you know like it's it brings me back to to those you know like the nostalgic feels are crazy yeah so, those good old days yeah man so that's pretty much what nanoverse is you know i mean it, it's it it evolves it changes it morphs you know it does its own thing on each album i try to keep a theme per album you know uh based on where i'm at as a musician and of course personally and everything that's going on and i try to put a theme to it based on current events or just kind of my journey in life and where i'm at you know what what's got my focus and the things that are you know catching my attention and sparking my curiosity and yeah and then of course i just try to wrap it up or like when people see the artwork and stuff like that, I want I want to remind them of the days of like when they go to Blockbuster and they go to the horror section and they would see like a bunch of '80s VHS tapes with the sick artwork and stuff. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's kind of the impression and impact I want to make on people. You know, when they see the art, you know, so and of course the music goes with it too because it has its like dark and metal and John Carpenter type of style synths and and stuff like that. You know, all that shit, man. Yeah, all that is amazing, dude. Like, like right there, that's just wild. <laughs> it's a very interesting way we met up on this, then. And we're a lot alike. Yeah, man. Hey, you know how you feel mm-hmm. about that Terminator soundtrack, right? Believe it or not, right. I feel the same way about the Fright Night soundtrack. So, yeah. Oh, they're, okay. They're cousins of each other there because the guy uh, who made those, he composed them both. Brad Fidel. Oh, yeah, that's that's what I was going to say. Yeah, there you go. That's yeah, fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah. See, I didn't know that. I didn't know that he did Fright Night also. But mm-hmm. uh, but that's, yeah, it, it makes total sense. It makes complete sense. Yep. You know that whole, like, the part where, like, the, the beat hits where it goes tink, like it's like metal being, t- you know, in the song yep. and stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all he did was just take a mic and a uh, saucepan and just go tink, tink. Every time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, yeah. I just love the way he went about that. Improvisation, you know. It's super, 
super creative man and another thing that was very very popular in that 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 time period like the mid 80s and stuff mm-hmm. was where the technology of like synthesizers and, and stuff were at the time the like sampling was was something that was being done you know and it was getting a lot easier to do it on those mo- monstrous boards that they had yes uh, aka keyboards right uh-huh. so and they finally started sampling stuff and i learned this from depeche mode because what they would do is they would wire the synths to these pads that were like custom made mini pads and they would have a sensor connected to them so when you hit the pad it triggers a sample mm-hmm. and you could and you could literally pick which sample you want to go to which pad so if you hit one pad they would sample them doing the same thing like set like beating like i don't know like a cat like a let's say like a, a garbage can right like a steel can or something and they would sample that or whatever uh or they would drop something on the ground and whatever sound that makes they'll record it and then input it into the keyboard and then they would trigger it live you know mm-hmm. to, as part of the performance so yeah that that makes total sense because that's that that was big during that period of time you know where with where the technology was with the synths and stuff the best the thing you can have is a sound bank oh yeah totally especially when you make your own man it's 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 incredible it's you pretty much develop your own sound like um, like me personally, the one thing that I feel like molds the my music is is my drums. I feel like if I change my drums, my music would uh, people would almost like be like, "Wait, who's this?" But if you listen to my music, there is like a continuity in the drums and the percussion aspect, you know. And that's like the familiarity that I want people to have. So when they hear it, it's like, "Oh yeah, that's Nanovers for sure," you know. All and right. it sounds good. So that's another well, yeah. reason for it. A signature sound goes a long ways, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't go wrong with that. Yeah, man. You know, Dude, hey, uh, actually, speaking of which, hmm? have you seen? Have you? We got to talk about this. I, I don't mean to throw everything out of whack and what direction you want to take it in, but we're definitely going to talk about Halloween Kills, right? No, we're not. Oh man, you know right, I'm not talking about. You know one. I'm not talking about the top three during the Monster Fest. Everybody does. Oh man, <laughs> gotcha. That's- yeah, that's uh, a yeah, right. well, yeah, but but you know, I do know Halloween ends is coming, so yeah, I know that much. <laughs> true, 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 true. And yeah. um, yeah, so you know damn well you can't hunt the shape. Come on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. But I will uh, talk with you about a Halloween movie though, since you're a horror movie buff and everything. But well, first things, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big Halloween fan of the franchise Halloween. I'm a massive fan of that. That's like my go-to thing that I probably know more so than any other franchise, uh, especially horror period. That's where I'm like, I geek out the hardest because I think Michael Myers is probably the first villain that I like, horror villain that I fell in love with, you know, like as being like the ultimate badass, you know? Hey, hey, there's nothing like your first villain, my man. <laughs> oh, yeah. I totally get that. <laughs> I totally get that because um, much like you, once again, Believe it or not, my first real true villain, even though he's not really a villain, was Jason. So, yeah, you know, like, the whole other direction. Jason was very popular, and that's, like, what I remember my dad used to put on all of the freaking time. But my dad would get confused with which one was which. So he would Uh call Michael Jason and Jason Jason Michael. Michael. I think everybody did that. Everybody did that shit. Like, at least people that didn't care about the horror movies, they were like, oh, is that Michael or Jason? And they just throw out random names, and they don't even know who the fuck they're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) But it's funny, though, because it's like they they end up creating great concepts for, like, alternative films, and they don't even know it. So, like, that's the wildest thing. So whenever you got, like, somebody in the the group that doesn't know what they're talking about, like, start writing down some notes so you can, like, be like, hmm, yes, yes, that did happen. (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> hey but you know something though let's go on ahead and give everybody a taste of what nanoverse is all about with your first track and this is the one that you made your jams debut on and it's called desolation <laughs>
That was Desolation by Nanoverse. Awesome track, my dude. And I and I mean this for real. It's one of my favorites from you. But I also got to say this. As we were talking in the back, though, yeah, it is nice to see that Halloween 3 is getting that, you know, getting that good press. Season of the Witch, that, the um, mass company. That That is definitely a, a great standalone horror flick. Uh the th- I think that what they did was they just m- screwed up on the way they marketed it. You yeah. know, uh, everybody was anticipating obviously another re- the return of Michael Myers, and they never got it. You know, at least at- up to that point. And right. the movie suffered because of that because everybody was expecting that, and they went into something that was completely different. And I get it because when you w- walk into a movie with an expectation and you don't get it, it's very off-putting, you know, and very weird. And I think they just I get what they were trying to do. They were trying to do like an anthology series where it was like supposed to be like different stories, you know, like uh, but titled Halloween, I guess, centered around Halloween or whatever. Yeah. Uh, And and then with the failure of of season of the witch with um, the box office and the, the crowd reception, all that at the time. Nobody gave a shit that it was a good movie. You know, they just nah, were pissed off that it wasn't Michael Myers. <laughs> it was, yeah, they were just we- pissed it wasn't a Michael Myers movie. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is why in the fourth one, they managed to get their um, get their whole thing. So, you know, got satisfied right. with that. But, you know, I yeah. think, and I think they should go on ahead and try again with that. Just go on ahead and put anthology underneath. And then you got, like, you can do those different stories. I liked it. Yeah, I, I I need to honestly. I saw it. That's one of those movies that I saw when I was a kid that I have not revisited yet. I need to rewatch it. Yes, um, yes, you do. Yeah, it, that's that's definitely on my list. I might I might even pop that in for for Halloween night. You know Maybe. that there that might just be one of the movies I watch. Um. So, but yeah, but no, I'm aware of it, man. And I've watched plenty of videos of like on YouTube. There's a, there's a bunch of great documentaries on the the whole Halloween franchise and. And just the history, not only just of the movies themselves, but the history of the production and everything like the, you know, like everything that was going on behind the scenes of getting those movies made and all oh, that stuff. So there's like, a great, uh... there's a great video of, um, of Jamie Lee Curtis talking about how she got into doing the H2O. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I think I know what yeah, you're talking about. It's kind of like, that. um, from Dust Till Dawn when they had their whole thing about their making of. You ever seen that? Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, Dust Till Dawn was great. Old Selma Hayek coming up in there. That's one of my favorite movies, man. I, I, yeah. I love that movie. <laughs> I know, just, man. And, and two of my favorite freaking directors on top of that, when they get together, they balance each other out, right? Yes, so they do. I feel like they they balance each other out in a way where it's fun and it has repeat value, man. Like, it's, it's just, it's so awesome. Like, um, when they work together, they're... It's like the writing gets better, obviously, because that's where Tarantino shines. But then Robert Rodriguez is just so good at just like bringing it stylistic, like like just the way his he like his shooting style is just very uh, stylistic, you know, like it's just very like like hyper real and stuff, you know, just just really well done. Definitely one of my favorite uh, directors. Do we do we expect any different from the guy who made pretty much the Once Upon a Time in Mexico trilogy? I mean, let's let's think about that, like. (laughs) Yeah, that guy has a skill i mean cam rebel without a crew definitely a good book to read i got oh what's um is that one of his books or is it about him Uh uh-huh it's when it's about all the things that he went through to um direct uh el marachi oh man yes yes awesome so so if you need a book to read read that Dude, I'm gonna look that shit up on audio tape. See if it's an audio book or something, man. I'll just listen to that while I'm like making music and stuff, I, I man. I love it, that kind I of stuff. That's what I do during the day. I think it is an audio book now, so yeah, that'll work. Yeah, I'll I'll look for it. It's probably like on that Kindle or something like that on Amazon Kindle or something. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I love that stuff, man. I'm usually while I'm making music and stuff in the background, I, I'm always listening to to audio tapes or something or, or podcasts or whatever. I always have something playing, just keeping my my brain like focused man it's it's not easy as a creative it's right now is the best time to be creative and to to build your platform and do your thing and express your your artistic side especially if you know how to approach in marketing and all that stuff um but um but it's like it's not easy man it's stressful dude there's certain days where you're like fuck i have to post again <laughs> <laughs> yeah who are you telling <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly Shoot, I, like... yeah it's, it's brutal man 
Uh-huh. Well, I mean, that's the thing, man. That's the that's the bill we pay <laughs> and everything yeah, else. It's, it's it's worth it. It's worth it, man. I mean, oh, yeah. it, it can get it can get taxing and tiresome sometimes, but you know what? I'd rather be busting my ass on this shit than doing some other shit I don't believe in. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, oh, do I? Hey, speaking of which, the way you said that, that sounds like some repetition, huh? Well, guess what? You know, yeah. repetition is the next track from Nanaverse coming up right now. Take it away. to be jason yeah what was that all about um supposedly they came up with some bullshit excuse about it they really gave no real reasoning because they made up a bunch of excuses they said he was too big they said he was too i don't know what or whatever too aggressive i don't know what they they came up with a bunch of different things that he wasn't the right fit uh so they picked some other dude that's actually bigger than kane hotter (laughs) and they put him in as jason but you know how like Jason's like intense. He almost looks like he took a pre-workout when he freaking kill freaking kills his victims. You know? Yeah. Uh, he's like breathing heavy. You know? He's like kind of like like just like yeah. He just looks like he's about to deadlift like seven hundred pounds. Um, yeah, that, that's Kane Hodder. Like that's hit. He, he like put that into the character. I mean, he added I mean, that intensity, he, you know? 
he is Jason. I'm like, and not only that, he likes playing the role. You know how many horror like creatures and stuff like that? They're great and we love them, but the actors don't. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of yeah, like yeah, replacing. That's true, that's true. It's, it's like replacing Pinhead sometimes. He liked playing the yeah. role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Um, you, you, you don't know who do wasn't that. like that. You know who wasn't like that? Uh, believe it or not, or isn't like that? Um, uh, I forgot his name. Uh, the dude that played Herbert West in in Reanimator. Yeah. Remember, remember the actor's name, but apparently that guy is not very. He's not very fond good. of it. Yeah, he's not fond of like the fanfare and all that stuff, and like a bunch of nerds geeking out over a a, a cult classic B movie from the eighties. The eighties, you know, yeah. <laughs> he, he he did not yeah. like that at all. So it's like, but but Kane Hodder though, like you know, you actually could meet him, and he used to do like the whole Jason strangulation and stuff, and then somebody right. ruined that, and like. Oh man! Like this. This is why you can't have great things, and this is why like certain studio execs don't know what the hell they're talking about because mm-hmm. you have a you have a person that loves playing a role, and you're gonna take it from them based off of bullshit yeah, and, that, because maybe you didn't like them. Who knows? And it's not even and it's not even that either. It's also you're taking it away from the fans that want to see him play Jason. Exactly. You know, those but, are the people that are paying the, the tickets. They, they, we are the box office. Why wouldn't you give us what we want? I well, still don't understand that to this day. You got what that, I'm saying? That is a very, very good statement because to this day, they are not giving us what we want. <laughs> nope. Still being adamant not, about man. that I, stuff. It makes no sense, man. And now that that's why I think that creatives have an opportunity. This is actually a golden opportunity for us because we can take initiative and we can create what they can't. I've been saying you know? that and for a long time, yes. And there's plenty enough going around enough where we could all make a decent living if we busted our asses for five to ten years and get a small piece of the pie and nobody would even feel it. Yeah. Been saying that forever, too. I'm like, you know, but once again, it's like when human nature comes in and starts settling and people get jealous, egos, all that kind of crap, and nobody's talking to each other. Pretty much the plot of uh, Captain America Civil War. Yeah, things like that. Uh Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 right. Like, like you know, on one hand, Cap has a point, and then on the other hand, Iron Man has a point. But we're, we're never going to see them meet eye to eye, but we're going to see them punch the shit out of each other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That, that's actually probably my favorite uh, MCU movie. The um, Civil War? Was it Civil No, no, not Civil War. The, um, was it, oh, the one when Thanos it. came to town? No, 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 no. The... Um, it was the second Captain America movie. Is it Winter Soldier? Is that what it's yeah, called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Winter Soldier, yeah. A lot of people love that yeah, one. Yeah, that, that one was great, man. It, it caught me off, off guard completely. I was expecting it to be like the same formula as most of the Marvel movies, but it was actually mm. pretty pretty action-packed, uh, if it, at least. If, if it, anything, that I, one I was like, it, you, know? you know, if anything, that one's like the sum of all fears in an MCU format, you know? It's like, god dang, mm-hmm. enemy of the state. Yeah, yeah, they went in hard on that movie, man. I, I was <laughs> I was genuinely impressed, man, by how good it turned out. I guess because I wasn't expecting it to be anything great, mm. uh, like anything kind of like, you know, like low expectation on it. I knew it wasn't going to be bad, but I wasn't expecting something that was going to blow me off like that. Like, But yeah, man, it was, that's, a, that's a dope movie. Hey, speaking of low expectations, though, how about those Eternals? Oh, man, yeah, apparently the that's not looking good right now, man. That's no, not- it ain't. <laughs> it's not, and I, I mean, I'm kind. I, I hate to sound like the pessimist, but I'm like, is anybody surprised? I mean, no, because there's nothing about that movie that screams we must watch this. Like, at least for me, I I might sound like a dickhead saying that, but it's true. It's like I mean, I see it, I'm like, wow, I really don't care. <laughs> well, don't what, what like, they're what they're doing is they're trying really hard to go for that Guardians um, lightning in a bottle thing because a lot of people didn't know about Guardians of the Galaxy, but the movie actually did well. And then all of a sudden, right. they're trying to do this again. Only one thing, this is a three-hour movie with an ensemble cast, and who the hell are we supposed to be rooting for? Well, look, I'm going to say this much, and I've been watch- And the only reason I can say this is because I watched a lot of the... Because I was so impressed by this movie, um, Suicide Squad, the James Gunn version that came out this summer. Yeah. Uh, I, freaking, I freaking love that movie, man. That movie, for me, feels like it could have been the third movie in Grindhouse. Could have been. Honestly, like that's... That's literally what it felt like to me. It felt like a grindhouse movie. 
um, and the behind the scenes of it and everything. And you know what it is? James Gunn has kind of like that same vibe that like Robert Rodriguez and Tarantino have where he knows his characters. He knows exactly what, what he's executing and what he wants to capture. Right. Uh, and, and he knows how to direct just right all of his actors. And you can tell that they, they enjoy being directed by him. It's almost oh, like yeah, he brings yeah. it out of, out of them, you know, just like Tarantino. Tarantino has so much respect from his actors that he works with that that they treat his material with a lot of respect and you and you you can smell that on screen that the, the actors are really into what they're doing you know well he also revived a lot of careers like John Travolta's Bruce Willis like right. he's done a lot of good work by them right so yeah, yeah of course and uh, technically you could say the same thing about James Gunn you know like he turned that Guardians thing into, like you said, into something that was not really known except to the comic book world. Mm. Uh, and he brought it to a mainstream level and it, and it took over, you know, so that's, yeah. that's an impressive feat, man. I mean, this is Chloe Zhao doing it. She's supposed to be allegedly a good director, but we'll have to wait and see because what with the leakage going on right now, which once again, we shouldn't be surprised about. <laughs> yeah. That's been going on forever. Yeah. Dude, since the, mm-hmm. the bootleg, VHS tapes that are apparently by Didn't they, like, hold the Season 8 hostage for uh, <laughs> Game of Thrones, which, by the way, they should have held on to? Nobody should have paid for that? Is that what happened? Yeah. Is that what happened? Uh, no, they, oh, they actually I, held that way, hostage. I am, I am one of the few that just have not gotten into Game of Thrones. I haven't watched it at all, ever. Oh, okay. I don't know anything about it. But oh, I don't say right. that in a bad way. I just never, I just never got into it, but I... I know people that did, and they tell me stuff about it. And well, hey, um, that's the beauty of it. You ain't got to watch the show; they'll tell you. Yeah, that, another thing. Yeah, and um, no, and funny. I, I think it was, was it Maynard from Tool, the singer of Tool, was uh, being interviewed by Joe Rogan, uh, like uh-huh. on his podcast, and um, and they brought it up. And uh, I guess they were like, "Oh, so what did you think about the way the show ended and this and that?" And this guy was like, "Yeah, me and my friends, we rewrote the last season. We have our own version. It's better." So <laughs> I guess sense. there's a lot, there's a lot of fans out there that feel the same way because that's how I feel about certain stuff too. Like for instance, Halloween Kills. Uh, I'm not gonna go into it, you know. But if anybody wants to hear what I have to say about it, it's hey, 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 hey! I didn't say a damn thing about shameless plugs. You were supposed to do that after the show. <laughs> Want to hear what I gotta say about it? Oh, you, oh, that is filthy. All right. <laughs> no, man, I, I really want to fucking talk about that movie, man. I, I, no I, idea, I, 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 I know. That's why I'm making sure I'm gag ordering the fuck out of that. But, <laughs> I don't know, but I'm, I, I'm not going to. Yeah, exactly. I respect, uh, I respect what you're doing, man. I know, <laughs> I know, I know. Re- respect, the, respect the show, damn it. I <laughs> things like that. Jesus. Yeah. I, I mean, I totally get it. Like, for a while there, you know, with Venom 2, I was like, I'm going to save it for my show. So, in a way, I kind of deserve yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, um, mm. speaking of which, though, the reason why we went into that little segue is because I want to hear more about other movies you like, too. And this is your time to be shining and stuff. So, in a way, I was kind of expecting that. Right. <laughs> There's certain movies I'm passionate about, man. I, I don't watch much these days because I'm so focused on what I'm doing. But um, when I have those 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 moments where I need a break, like I need my brain, give my uh-huh. brain time to reset, that's usually when I'll I'll get back into stuff and I'll try to see what I can watch if I can sneak in a good movie here and there, you know. Oh, stuff I like get that, it. You know, I get it. By the way, yeah. Thoughts on Batman Returns? I need to know. Is Batman Returns? Yes. Your thoughts? Completely oh. you. Oh, I, I mean, I I love the movie. I love the movie. Um. It's definitely the better movie out of the two as a movie, in my opinion, compared to Batman 89. Batman mm-hmm. 89 is just so iconic, man. But I feel like Batman Returns is a... They molded the clay a little better. So it's like smoothed out better than than Batman 89. But no, I, I freaking love Batman Returns. Why? Do you not like it or something? I don't know. I'm expecting There's a lot of people <laughs> out here nowadays. There's a lot of people out here nowadays that will always be like, Batman Returns was too dark. Batman Returns wasn't as good as... Oh, Batman was the... See, the thing about it is, me, bro, I love Batman Returns. I just needed to know. Good. I was like, no, I oh, I, I gotta know. I gotta find my brother in these days. Come on now. Yeah, I know y'all yeah, out yeah. there. I know the Dark That's Knight has. I, me, I know. Man. I know the Dark Knight has scared a lot of you, and it is a damn fine film. But do not forget what we were given earlier 
with Batman Returns. And I, I miss that about, um, about like, the especially with the Batman movies. I, I love the, the Christopher Nolan trilogy, but it for me, it completely destroyed the fantasy aspect of what Batman is. It did not feel fantasy. Like, it felt like a documentary almost, like it, how, high, how realistic it felt. You well, know, God really knows did. Rises did. Yeah, exactly. There you go. So, so I personally just didn't. Uh, I prefer the the what Burton did. It was it was cinematic. It was it had it had like a, a sense of fantasy, like it just otherworldly. Something about it, you know, like it just just the way it was done, man. It was, I prefer that. I don't know. And the, I understand in Batman Returns what Tim Burton was trying to do. He was pretty exactly. much just trying to make a Tim Burton movie with Batman characters, you know, and he was able, he had the freedom to express himself and all that stuff. I love it. You know, and a lot of people will say that it's not a great Batman movie, but it is a good Tim Burton movie. Yeah, but the hell with them, man. I like it for both of its angles. It is a good Batman movie. Either way, it is. It is a good Tim Burton movie. Exactly. Right. They were right on both right. accounts. It's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't be I picking and choosing. Damn right. Every year for Christmas. Damn right. Every year for Christmas. We oh, gotta yeah. see. It's not the holiday season until Catwoman falls out that window. You understand what I'm saying? For real. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's the same thing about like when Hans Gruber falls off the building in Die Hard. It's not right. the holidays yet. Yeah, exactly. No, those are just movies that you just have to. Yeah. Uh, another one that I watch. Uh, it's not so much uh, the the horror or, or a comic or anything, but one movie. I don't know how you if you saw it, but um, Harold and Kumar, the the last one they did. What was it? The, the oh, Christmas? the Christmas one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love that movie, dude. It's, yeah. it's such a it's such an awesome freaking stoner Christmas movie. I love. I, it. I mean, it was it's a like book right in. It was it was a book in. It wasn't bad. I liked it. Yeah. It, it was good, man. I, I enjoyed it. I had a good memory tied to it also. I was up north in, like, Orlando working. Um, I was in, like, working at power plants, but the pay was crazy. So I was balling, man. I was. It was a nice little period of my life, man, where I was making some good money, <laughs> traveling. You know, I freaking was my day off. I went to go have a big fat steak, and then I just walked into the theater, bought a ticket, and the movie was playing, and it was just... It was just a great memory, man. So I freaking love that movie. Every year, that's like my thing. I got to watch it at least once. Get super stoned and freaking watch it. <laughs> You're lucky this is 420 friendly, damn it. All right, now, Ben. <laughs> you told me too much of your business. But, you know, I do respect you, though. Hey, I, I do respect you. We all got our movie we got to watch. I totally get it, Hell man. Yeah. It's just like where I sit there and I watch all the diehards, you know, the trilogy, not not the other ones. Fuck that. But <laughs> which one's your favorite one? Which one is my favorite one? Oh, you know it's number one, dude. But but Die Hard with a Vengeance is right there next to it. I was I was gonna say Die Hard with a Vengeance is my favorite because it's that a toss up between them. So They're much. just oh awesome. Yeah, they they the the three of them. They're all amazing, man. Freaking Mufasa. Uh, no, not Mufasa. What's his name? Scar. Freaking! Uh, oh, oh the yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, wait, yeah, Je- Jeremy, and... Jeremy Irons? No, Jeremy no, Irons. no. Yeah. You mean you mean Snape? I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> no, Snape was <laughs> oh, in the and, first and one. He... Alfred, and he's also Alfred too. And yeah, and, yeah, he uh, is. BVS and stuff. Which, so, yeah, by the so... way, they should have continued that, and technically they did with the Flash movie, but you know what I mean. Oh man, that's going to be a challenge, man. I am so hyped for Michael Keaton's return that I am like. I'm scared. I'm, I'm so wait, I'm wait, wait, so wait, 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 wait. Why? Why? No, not in a bad way. I'm not. I'm not scared. Like in a bad way. Um, I'm just like. I'm. It's too much hype, bro. I think I'm gonna pass out. <laughs> like, oh, honestly, oh, it's okay. Unreal well, well at that, that point, that, yeah. It, to think that Keaton's coming back, I am so freaking hyped. It's like it's, it feels unreal, man. I just I'm praying and hoping that they do his character justice. But so, I think Keaton is a smart dude. He wouldn't do something stupid. Nah, he wouldn't. If that were the case, he would have done Batman Forever. You know? Yeah, without uh, Tim Burton's direction. But not only that, it's like this. Exactly. I, I can only imagine if when you saw the Batmobile like being in the cave, you probably passed out, didn't you? Oh, but yeah. I know you was happy. Chills, I know you was happy. Chills. Yeah. Chills, hey, which, man. which, which yeah, by the I just, way, I, oh, bring him back tastefully. That's all I want to see is him coming back in a super cool way, man. Oh yeah, and you know he is, man. He he's right there, ready for yeah. it. That man will always be Batman to me and you. Yeah, he is Batman, man. I mean, hey, but, the the sec- Who do you think is your second closest Batman to uh, next to Keaton? Like, who's his runner up? 
Ah, oh, shit. That's a good one. Um, damn. I would like to say, God, it, it couldn't. It couldn't be Bale. Bale's okay, but live nah. action. Yeah, live nah, action. Nah, live nah, action. It, 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 it couldn't be. It couldn't be Bale. Could it? No. Because, ah. because, because Kilmer, Kilmer tried. Okay, I think Kilmer did a decent Bruce Wayne, but not a decent enough Batman. And damn, no, it's not Clooney. So, yeah, uh, Clooney. Yeah, uh, I think I think no Bale. Way. I think Bale would be right there behind Keaton. Mm, I don't Ma- know. Ma- or, uh, or, I, or 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 maybe West. I I actually like I I would say Ben Affleck and BBS. You know, sometimes because his his role is so limited, sometimes. Yeah, but his but his, the screen. But he did he did, he did such he a di- he did well. such a, da- a damn good job though. I'm not yeah, denying that. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I just want more of them. You know what I mean? Like everybody else was mad about it. Remember when people were mad about Ben Affleck being Batman? I was like, oh, I was why? one of them. He 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 shut me up. He shut me up. I don't know why. For some weird reason, I was just never a fan of anything Ben Affleck ever did. Like I don't ever recall saying, hey, you know that new Ben Affleck movie? Let's go watch it. I, I never ever said that ever <laughs> once in my life. Well, you, you see, know, there, like, and... there, there you go with that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I never said that, but I mean, but obviously, there's movies that I've seen that he's in that that he's good, you know, stuff like that, like Dogma, right? Yeah. Um, that that's a good movie. He's in it. Um, I can't think of anything else. But anyway, uh, in in BBS, like it was perfect because he was an underdog. Everybody thought that he was going to be terrible, you know. And uh, guess, who's everybody? You know, I I had faith in the man. I said, go on, man. Well, I'm, I'm talking about like the, the the like the reception overall that he got in the beginning. He got a lot of hate, you know. Like yeah. they were like, "No, nah, he can't do it. He can't do it." Just like Keaton, Keaton got a lot of hate too. Everybody yeah, called him Mr. Mom and stuff, you know. Yeah, so, he did. Yeah, even if he did Beetlejuice before and everything, that's still nothing. Like the people were weren't digging it until they finally saw that 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 teaser so trailer that we dropped. Yeah, they yeah. dropped um, the that that trailer that's just like fifty seconds long and it has no music, mm. and it's just like clips from the movie like cut and it looks all dark and gritty and that's just it. the they, way that's it needs to be done. It. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, so no, man. I would say I would say Batfleck, man, in BVS for me, uh, I, I I thought he was incredible, man. I was expecting him to be terrible. I don't know why, but he blew me away, man. He shut me up, you know, I'm <laughs> at, and I'm happy too because he's now he's like one of my favorite Batman's now. Yeah, but the funny part is now you got to get ready for Paddington, and it seems like he's doing pretty okay. I uh, I have a rule, okay? Things that oh I'm God, hyped here it for. Is. Yep, things that I'm hyped for. I don't watch the trailers. So if I'm already gonna, if I'm already hyped about it, I have no need to see what they're gonna do before they do it. I'm just gonna take it all in when I go to see whenever the hell it is that it, it's coming out, and and that's that. Well, none of y'all it, on the it, J- it, it's well, interesting, man. Well, none of y'all on the J three sixty Legion can see this. I'm looking at Nanoverse right now with a raised eyebrow, and I'm like, on one hand, <laughs> he's right, but on the other hand, <laughs> fine. I'll go ahead and mess this up for you. I'll have a good time anyway. You had to get you back for saying all that shit on the show anyway. We got to go ahead and get one of your tracks together, my man. We got another one from you. This is the third track. You get to introduce it. All right. So Entheos is is up next? Yes, it is. All right, everybody. I guess we're listening to Entheos. Thank you. 
I treat it like anything else, man. It's your choice. You do what you oh, gotta well, do yeah. for yourself. You and that's it, you know. But don't, yeah, don't treat people like shit because they have they're making their own choice. You yeah, know what I'm man, saying? I, like, I, I don't get it. It's like, why would you do that? You know, like, isn't things already annoying enough? Isn't that what we have Twitter and all the other social medias for? I mean, right. like, yeah, man. It's not even fun anymore. It's like, what the fuck, man. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's um, it's so easy to I know. And then like I saw, all right, so there's an event that was going on. Oh yeah. Uh, I think it was like last month or something, somewhere in Seattle, and it was like a you know like some like synthwave artists were gonna perform one of those shows, whatever. Okay. Yeah. And and like one of the top like people of the organization that's like running it, like the the show or the event or whatever, was like, oh yeah, just so you know, you can't go to the show if you're not vaccinated. It's like, what? Like, what is? What do you? What do you think that does to your audience? That's very divisive. You got what I'm saying? Like, because not everybody in your audience is 100% like thinks the same way like everybody else. You know, you're going to get them. Never does. On your, your... Yeah. And how, how are you just going to go ahead and isolate a percentage of your following and literally treating them like shit because they decided that they're not in a position to get the vaccine or they don't want to. Or it's their choice, whatever. Um and now you cut them off, you know? So to me, that's just bad business, dude. Like, how do you expect to build a following if you're going to shit on, like, a percentage of it just because of that, you know, for instance? I, that's just yeah. it's not cool, man. That's, that's, that's not just bad business. That is that is fucking, fucking sad, too, man. It's like this. Okay, yeah, it's so inhumane, that's, too. That's, that's modern wokeness right there. Like, you know, oh, it's yeah. not our fault we're losing money left and right. It's the fans. I hate that shit. Yeah. Oh like, yeah, yeah. kind of like the um, Hollywood's good at doing that too. That's happened in in a lot of movies. Ghostbusters, when when Ghostbusters went to shit, the same thing happened. Hey, hey, you they know, I'm, you know, I gotta jump in on men. that, right? You know, I gotta jump in on yeah, that. Why are you doing it? You, you know, you know, I gotta watch that movie. <laughs> I announced it. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, yeah. See, but this time I'm watching it with fresh eyes. And the truth is, is like you know, I remember seeing it years ago and even then it was like they did that shit to themselves if you really think about it any it's sort of negative movie, flack that they went through they did that to themselves and, and quite a lot a of these other movie. ones like uh like it has Dark nothing Fate. to do with gender it's just a bad movie <laughs> yeah 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 like whatever happened to just bad movies uh <laughs> yeah. like like terminator Dark Fate. something because people like the way they try to do the whole thing of like turning it on men because oh men are evil and that's why the movie did bad because we didn't go see it. Look, no, you just made a movie we don't want to see. Yeah, <laughs> like, but not only that, to see that shit. Not even women. <laughs> yeah, but but not yeah right. But not only that. Look, just because I didn't go see a Wrinkle in Time when it came out doesn't mean <laughs> I got a problem right. with gender. You didn't market this shit. Not only that, I read the book growing up. I don't need to see the movie. Get lost. There you go. You know, the little movie like might end up ruining your 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 childhood your childhood pretty much. Oh <laughs> well, you know, you know that's 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 already a given, dude. I mean, like when they start bringing back all sorts of things, they remade Fright Night. I had to let that go. You know what I'm saying? It's like little things like that. It was. You know what? What did let Let's talk about that real quick. What did you think about the remake? Wasn't as good as the 1980. Um, the 1980. Five classic but then again it wasn't going to be it didn't right. have the sexy theme song like it's like it's pretty much like an alternative take which it was and that's it that's all yeah, i can say about that's it. that's what i was gonna say yeah i thought i thought as an alternative take to the original and it kind of trying to do its own thing i i liked it i actually didn't like i didn't hate it i didn't like oh my god what a shitty ass movie like no i actually was like oh this this is actually pretty good it's not like what i remember the original but i mean I, it stands I mean, it on its was, own. Like they it could have called it, be, you know, Spooky Night or something. You know, they could have changed the title and, and they could have called it Vamp Night. Would have been a yeah, and it could have been, and they could have just done that and just it would have been like a good one-off vamp movie. You know, like yeah. So you know, like I said, I don't lose my shit about it, but I will tell you this though: a Total Recall remake where they don't even go to Mars that exists too. Yeah. Oh man, you know what? That movie. See, this is this is why I don't. I again, I don't watch trailers, but um, but this one, this trailer, that fight scene in that movie, there was like one big fight scene that was shot like in one sequence and uh -huh. it was like shot really like really cool. 
I'm sure you know which part it is. I just don't remember off the top of my head. But I remember seeing that trailer in the theaters. I don't remember what the hell I was going to watch. But I remember seeing that trailer. I'm like, damn, this looks like it might be actually pretty good. Because this fight scene looks pretty cool. Yeah. And then apparently that's like the only good mo- like moments in the movie. <laughs> it, 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 it was. It's kind of like watching Tomorrowland. You thought Tomorrowland was going to be great. But then they were only in Tomorrowland for like two damn minutes. Midpoint of the movie. Yep. Sucked ass. <laughs> yep. Uh, but, I still you know, don't understand that, man. That's such a fail when they do that. When the 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 audience is expecting one thing and you market it to them that way, and then when they get in there, it's like, all right, now you're gonna watch like six characters just talk you to death for an hour and forty five minutes. Mm. Like, ugh, yeah, but brutal. but while you're at it, why don't you take this RoboCop remake and run with that too? Oh man, yeah. I mean, I I liked the the cast. Like the the like like the how they made Michael Keaton like the villain and stuff like that like little things like that I did like but that's just an okay movie at best it's horrible not horrible execution. it's not bad but it's, it's only just, it's, it's only okay. horrible because like if anything it didn't have any like charm like the original movie did you know it's like oh no hell no it didn't it, didn't, it just no. didn't have that at least the original movie gave you satire it gave you a noir feel and not only that like you know all that crazy ass action that happened in that movie. I was like, well, it's not going to have that. Of course it ain't. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, when I, uh, there was, um, I guess there was like that moment when I realized that this movie was just not going to be anywhere near as good as the, as the original, which I wasn't expecting it to be. Yeah. There's this scene where the, remember the warehouse scene where they like, I guess, unleash Robocop for the first time to do like a training or something or like shooting. And they're in this warehouse and then, uh, they they like you know they I guess they let them start shooting and stuff. Uh, um, that scene there. Okay, so right before it starts, when he goes to grab his gun, there's like music that starts playing, and in my mind, I literally heard like some crazy like synth heavy stuff. You know, like something retro. You get what I'm saying? Something that would bring you back to that nostalgic feel of the of the original. Yeah. No, they put like some freaking Americana rock music over it. Like, it was like dubstep shit. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was like a rock song. It was like it was like an Americana rock song or something. Wait, I was like, wait, that wait, is wait. so out of place. Wait, wait, wait. They. Oh my god. No, no, no. Hold on. Let me think back. Let me think back. Yeah. 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 You're right. Up, you're right. You're right. I, I remember it. Oh my god. It's that. Uh, that to me, when that when I when I saw that, just the that spirit of thing, Robocop was, like, was gone. Yeah, that was it. I was like, man, that's it. This movie is not a Robocop movie. It's just. Nah. Generic, uh, generic sci-fi to... movie. Yeah, that's that's that was such an easy way to make everybody like me get a little bit of those goosebumps. You get what I'm saying? And because mm-hmm. that was a good scene, the way they they shot it and everything, that scene was well done. With the right music, would have been man, better. That scene could have been, been better twenty times better, and maybe could have left a better impression on us. You know, during yeah. seeing it, and, and no, like, man, uh... they just. Uh, execution was off like you said man i agree with like you. like like the robocop thing if they had like dun 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 you know that that stuff coming in there oh my god that would have been great anything yeah even that like little hints of the original theme you know like, yes. like that or or just like like the synths like remember even like okay remember the scene where he goes into that bodega and the guy's like trying to rob the place yes and it's like the first time he goes out into the city and uh-huh. when the doors open you hear a synth that goes meow. Meow. like little little touches like that man very subtle but they they give you those feels you know like that just this movie just didn't do uh, i you mean know? he just, like if anything the one in the 80s he was in a desolate dystopian type detroit this one, it's like, oh, hey, he's in modern day Detroit. He's like a cop in L.A. or something. Yeah, he's like, yeah, no, he's like yeah. a cop in L.A. or something. Yeah, you like know, just, just, yeah. Like, at least, like, so, it gave you a futuristic feel. This one didn't. That's so. crazy, isn't it, right? That a movie that from freaking the late 80s can make, still to this day, make you feel a fantasy, futuristic, like, dystopian, like, metropolis world type of thing. From freaking thirty something years ago, and a movie made now that ha- that you don't even need like half the budget, like <laughs> you don't need anything to make it look like that. And for some whatever reason, they they can't pull it off, or they're just choosing not to. I don't know, man. I, think I wonder it's the where second all these one. trends come from. I think it's the second. I wonder one. where all these. They just don't want to. Yeah. Yeah, 
I mean, yeah, it sucks, man. It's unfortunate, man. I have like a like a bittersweet feeling when it comes to to like the I guess you could say the entertainment world, like films and stuff like that. Because I love this stuff, man. Like I don't just right. watch movies just to entertain myself. When I watch a great movie, now the next step is to dice, like to learn as much as possible about everything that happened to get that movie made and how it was made, how certain scenes were shot. I love learning stuff like that. Yeah, like the aesthetics of film. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. That's actually very. That's actually yeah. a very important thing. Because how do you want your movie to look? You want your movie to look that good because it brings people into that movie. There's a reason, like with the Lord well, of, of Rings films, you know. The way they look, because, you know, there's times where it's really, really shiny and clean. But when they're fighting and shit, Mm -hmm. you're in the middle of the battle. Like, all this war going on. It's like, yeah. Nothing can break you from it. Yeah, and and you get immersed in that, you know? Or it's almost like you really disconnect from reality. That's how intense it is. Especially when it's executed well. Oh, yes. You know, that it it pulls you in. You, You almost get, like, hypnotized by how... Well, how incredible it is, you know, and I I feel like that's just very hard to find these days. That's why I don't consume much content for that reason. You consume enough. You consume mine. You got to take it all in. Right. Exactly. And if it weren't for if it weren't for that, then, man, I don't know. I'm going to force feed it to you. Yeah, we're going to shove it down your throat, man. It's going to be just like (laughs) that scene from A Clockwork Orange. You'll never look away. You got to take it all in. <laughs> oh man, which by the way, that was a creepy movie for its time. My god. That movie still to this day like boggles right? people's minds, man. Yeah. I mean like yeah. shit, like how far will you go to cure ultraviolence, huh? Yeah, man. It's almost like blood what for blood. Think... Right. Which um oh, is same... that the next track? Yeah. Blood for blood by Nanaverse coming right up.
is. Uh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, that was Blood for Blood by Nanaverse. And speaking of Nanaverse, man, you are killing it in the music game, bro. You got a you got a great set in your discography, and I'm gonna lead people to it. You know, like this is just awesome the way you went about it. So you were inspired by Robocop to make this track, right? The final battle and everything. Yeah, so that's um, the opening track, Blood for Blood, and that's literally what the song is about, man. It's the the, the whole story, the the movie, and, and as a whole, you know, the 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 tragedy of of uh, Murphy. Officer Murphy's, you know, brutal death, you know that that I think that messed every kid's head up to some point, but then it was epic because he comes back, you know, as this mm-hmm. like freaking super robo like superhero cop thing you know and he just looks so badass you know so but the song ultimately is like kind of like that getting your vengeance you know like you know like redeeming yourself and coming back and and taking out the people that wronged you you know so it's great like revenge type of uh, thing so that's ultimately what the the track is based on so when i i hear the song i instantly think robocop and I think it'd be cool if people like the song and they also see like the the music video uh, that's on my channel and everything because I used footage from Robocop and mixed it together and stuff. And it, it's perfect because it's that's what it what it ultimately is, you know? Oh, nice. Yes. Oh, you know what? Wait, wait, wait. Music video, you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I mean, okay. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned that because, see, I have a thing called the Monster Fest Showcase and I get to showcase music videos of the Jam Fam. So I think it's about time oh, cool. you got that opportunity. So we're going to put you on that. All right, man. That's freaking awesome. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'll send you over the video so you can, you know, chop that up and do your thing, man. That's awesome. Hey, it's all about sliding you guys in, man. This is what I do. Like, Hangouts is made uh, for yeah. me to get to know all of you. And not only that, like, you're an awesome dude, man. You remind me of myself. That's pretty freaking awesome. <laughs> pretty damn scary, yeah, too. Yeah, man. Yeah, we're... Because I know how I get yeah, sometimes. Yeah, we're pretty freaking... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're super creative people, man, and and we and we're we grind, you know, like you can tell because yes, uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of hard to fake out here, man. You can smell that BS from oh, a mile away when someone shoot. ain't putting in work, man. You, you you see that shit all the time on social media, right? Like half the time they on there yep. posting that crap, and it's like, and then they're like, oh, I'm sad. I'm like, what? You ghostwriter didn't show up yet? What's the matter, man? The person that actually does the work <laughs> in there, huh? Huh? What's up, boy? Yep. Now, see, I better stop because yeah. some people would look at that and think I was cyberbullying, which I'm not. No, no, it's the truth, man. You know, just mm-hmm. it's the cold, hard truth. It is what it is. You, you, know, you, know you got to put in if you don't put in the hours. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, one way or another, the fakes get exposed all the time. So let's not, you know, dwell on that. But the funny part is, though, I can see it now. I'll be like, wait, Nanaverse is in town. Oh, I see. And you see me pull out my lightsaber, right? And I know you got yours. And I'm like, ah, I knew you was here. And I can see that. Yeah. Like, but, 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 dude, I'm like, nah, nah, we battled to the ends. This is my spot now. But we're supposed to be a team. I'm like, we are a team. Just play along. And then we're all battling. <laughs> that would be wild as hell. I, I, I would film that sketch with you at least once. I'm like, ah, Nanaverse. I knew it was you. <laughs> and I have like the red lightsaber and stuff. <laughs> uh, well, I'll take the blue one. My, well, well yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, go ahead, man. I'm like, I, I, look, I am the evil empire here. Damn it! All right, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Which, by the way, when I do a Star Wars special, or if I ever do one, uh, actually, they're not that bad. I, I actually do like the first six. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not a I'm not a big Star Wars guy to be honest. I that's one thing that didn't really catch my attention when I was a kid for what whatever reason. I don't know why. That's not But um me. I Yeah, but I, I I my dad did have Return of the Jedi on VHS. Why? I don't know because he doesn't like sci-fi, but um but maybe maybe he did. I don't know. I don't my don't take my dad as a Star Trek. My dad's an action hero freaking you know, action movies and horror like Predator. movies. That's my dad. Yeah, like yeah. Predator man for stuff, man. oh yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you put you put on a movie like that for my dad, man. He'll be like a little kid on the couch the whole time. You know, he <laughs> loves all that stuff. Hey, hey, my dad's the same way. Wow, we are similar as F. Well, yep. 
I, I, I see how yeah, this that's goes. That's where I got all my influences, man. I got my influences from my dad, you know, the, the movies and all that stuff. That was, yeah. That's my dad. He pretty much gave me his all his tapes. He's like, here, Terminator. Here, Predator. Yes. <laughs> like, he like, just grew up with all that stuff. Oh, yeah, here, freaking Nightmare on Elm Street. You know, freaking Jason Part 3, whatever. You know, that that's, for a time, that was my favorite Jason because it's the one where he gets his he mask, the mask for the first time. Yep. I hated I hated the one with the freaking potato sack over his oh, head. Oh, come like, on, man. Just, that was like, his first day on little, the job. That was his first was, day on I the know, job. I man. But that was weak. That, I mean, come on, I mean man. you he know how you, you know how everybody got their first uniform? Come on now. Right. Right. No, I, I mean, it is it is a good movie. I, I love the movie for what it is. Uh, but, I mean, it was just so iconic when he finally got the hockey mask in part oh, three. Oh, I, I get that. But, yeah. yeah. But then when but then when Kane Hodder took over and... The, the rest is history at that point. I mean, he was only what? Like, he wasn't really in that many movies, though. He was like in no, four but, or five of he, them, right? But he's the Jason that everybody, like, well, especially us, would know. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and, that's, that's what makes, and that's what makes him great. But, hey, man, we're running out yeah. of time on this part of the show. I'm going to invite you back on more, don't worry, along with everybody else in the Jam fam. Why not? Because I'm sure as soon as oh, yeah. Jamiversary hits next year, we're all going to be doing a lot of talking. Yep. Yeah, but hey, man, tell people where they can find you at, where they can purchase your music, and like lay it all out for them. Now you can do your shameless plug. <laughs> all right, yeah. So I'm mostly active on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Instagram is at nanoverse.music. Twitter is just nanoverse. Uh, my music, my whole catalog is up on, um, on Bandcamp. That's nanoverse.bandcamp.com. Uh, the album's going to be dropping on there. On streaming, the first single, which is Blood for Blood, that is going to be on all streaming platforms. And I'm actually going to be doing a little interesting thing with the with this release. I'm going to be slow, like, releasing the album each month. So this month, the first track, then the next month, the second, third, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, until the album's fully released. So it's eight tracks. But yeah, but... As of tomorrow, it'll be up on Bandcamp, so whoever wants to go check it out, that would be where you go. And also, I have my YouTube channel. Whenever I do, uh, I'll do either a cover of a song or if I do anything that has anything to do with visuals, videos, video edits, things like that, that's on my YouTube channel, which is Nanoverse Productions. That's that's pretty much it. (laughs) Very awesome, my dude. Well, it's always good to have you in the Jam Fam, of course, and Jam Fam Forever. And I'm glad that you made your time to come out here on the Hangouts today, and it was an honor hosting you. Even though you cut me off at important points. Why? <laughs> Why, man? What was that all about? You know, hey, I man. paid the bills uh, here. You know? I, I paid the bills here, man. <laughs> all right? Anyway, I just I just had to get that in. Well, other than that, though, man, you, you've been a delight, and it was awesome to have you here and stuff. So, you know, hey, until next time, man. Yeah, man, thank you for having me on, man. This was This was a fucking blast, so thank you. Awesome, awesome. And J360 Legion, y'all take care of yourselves. This is J-Man signing off along with Nanoverse. And once again, please don't eat the paint and be about better things for your life because we're going to have an awesome show coming up again for you next time around too. But until then, this is J-Man signing off. Peace. 